it's your host, Teresa. My guest on this episode of the podcast is singer and acapella member of Square One, Hannah K. Green. Hannah attended Missouri State University, where she discovered a passion for singing. Now she's following through on her dreams in the Big Apple. Let's get into it to hear how she's doing it. Welcome back to Tea Time with Tea. I'm your host, Teresa, and today we are joined by my guest, Hannah Green. Hey, Hannah. <laughs> Hi. So we just shared a laugh um, because I totally forgot my intro and what I normally say. And yeah, that was interesting. It happens. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for bearing with me. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you thank on Thank you here. for having me. So I met Hannah also in my improv acting class last summer, and it was amazing. It was so much fun, but I'm reconnecting with her for a different reason, and that is because I found out she's a singer through... Social media. Ooh. So thank you, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> um. Well, I um majored in musical theater in college, and um I've always loved singing, but after after I graduated, I had to move back home to save money, and I didn't really have the opportunity to sing at all for like two years. And then when I moved to New York City, I was like, okay, now I've got to, like, do the whole audition thing. But I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a hot second. And um, I just felt really uncomfortable and with my own voice. And I was like, I need to find joy in sharing this again because that's what singing is for, is to share it. And so I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to do this 100 days of practice journey. My um, sister-in-law... She's a flautist, she plays the flute, and she did it because she suffers from audition anxiety as well. And she was like, it helped a lot to just put yourself out there and be really vulnerable with it. Because I mean, like everyone you know, you're friends with on social media, like Facebook, Instagram, what have you. And so for you to put out your practicing for everyone you know to listen to, it's, yeah. you can you kind of get over that like speed bump pretty fast. You're like, okay, yeah, this is... This is it. <laughs> <laughs> and it also, like, makes you, like, accountable. Like, if you're telling everyone you're going to put out 100 yeah, videos. Really? Like, you better put out 100 videos by the end of the year. Yeah. It's crazy. Where did you go to college? Missouri State University. Ooh. Springfield, Missouri. You go, go there. there. <laughs> and so did you go to college, like, particularly for singing? Yes. I, I didn't even know that was... Well, Yeah. Okay, I take that back. I was going to say, like, I didn't even know that was a thing, but of course it is. There's, like, school for acting. There's school for everything. Mm -hmm. So what was, like, your experience in school for singing like? Because I'm sure, like, it's a lot different from going to, like, a four-year college where you're majoring in, like, 
psychology. I'm putting myself out there, guys. <laughs> you major in psychology and then you leave college and you end up not even like pursuing anything within that major. Right? Yeah. It was odd. I, I um, transferred to Missouri State. I went to Missouri Southern first just to get my gen eds out of the way. And I was like, you know what? I am so passionate about performing. If I'm going to do this as a career, I need to go to a school that has an actual degree for it. Um, so I transferred, and I actually didn't start out as a musical theater. I started out as um, a dance major, and then um, I switched to anthropology. Ooh. Yeah, because I love learning about people and culture. I think it's fascinating. But then I was like, no, 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 I've got to get, I've got to get back on track. Like this is what the world needs for me. This is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. Just do it. I think, I think I had a lot of fear and. Um, didn't want regret, so I was like, I've got to do it. Um, so, yeah, I um, got into the program, and I would definitely say that I'm a singer first, and the program at Missouri State is definitely more actor-heavy, which I'm actually very appreciative of, because it doesn't matter how beautifully you can sing if you're on stage and you can't act, like, no one's going to believe what you're singing or what you're saying, like, it's just, there's no point. So, um, it was... Definitely acting heavy, and then singing, I guess, probably came second. But yeah, I was like taking voice lessons, and I was um, in choir, and um, I was in this a cappella group in college that I loved. They were my family, and I still love everyone out there. Everyone out there. I still love everyone. <laughs> we were the hibernotes, because we were the bears, so it was like hibernate, but we were the hibernotes. That is so cool. Yeah. I was very I was very invested in that group and so just like singing every chance I could. When I think of Acapella, I like think of the movie Pitch Perfect. Oh yeah. And I'm like, wait, is this really a thing? <laughs> and then I learned it's really a thing. Oh yeah. And there's like competitions for it. Mm -hmm. Um I've seen in SUNY Albany that there was also an acapella group there. And my, I only know this because my boyfriend went to SUNY Albany and one of his friends or roommates or something was in an acapella group. So he showed me like YouTube videos and I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is so pitch perfect. There's like choreo and there's drama and oh yeah, our school had three groups, an all guys group, an all girls group, and we were the mixed group. And you know, we all loved each other, but there was definitely some like competitive... <laughs> Forest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of dramatic at times, but... Yeah. Did you compete in any, like... Oh, yeah. When I first started, we, we had just started out, and we were not good. <laughs> but, uh, like, we kept working, and then my senior year, we um, placed first at our quarterfinals, and then we placed second at our semifinals. We almost made it to nationals. It was just kind of like one of those movie moments where you're just like, oh, my gosh, we worked so hard for these <laughs> e all these years, and now we're here, and, you know, it was definitely very tight-knit family and and actually two of the members who were like my best friends I roomed with her and, and her boyfriend was the music director they're from Canada but we started um, a group outside of college like a group now that we're in oh so cool. yeah we're called um, square one and we just recently put out a music video so follow square one on uh, Facebook Instagram and Twitter Everywhere, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah we we get together like every six months or so and you know record EPs do a competition make a little music video that is so cool yeah it's fun to just 
still connect with them and and keep that alive. What I find interesting, so you guys get together once a month. Well, um, you did it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I take that back. I take that back. So you guys get together once in a while. Yeah. Would you guys consider yourself still a group that would be able to perform and compete? Like, how do you go about, like, finding other acapella groups to compete against? Well, there, um, it happened, actually, the year after we graduated, I think, 2017, it happened. Um, when you're in college, you compete in ICTA, and it's, um, you compete against other college groups. But um, the year after we graduated, they created the Open, and that is for any and all um, amateur groups to compete against each other, whatever region you're from. So they, they live in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So they submitted for a thing. So the first year we did it, we competed in Tacoma, Washington. And all these groups, I mean, you'd be surprised at how many like amateur acapella groups there are. Yeah. Amateur, professional, whatever groups who are just wanting to sing and compete against other groups, you know, network and meet people and just have a good time and sing. And um, yeah, we, we can't just like meet and then like, okay, we're ready. Like. <laughs> You have to train. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. We've got to like, we have to arrange our music, pick our music, learn it all, and then when we get together, we, we try, <laughs> this is what's so hard, we, we get together for like a few days before the competition and we just, all day, every day, rehearse, 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 and it doesn't, <laughs> um, it doesn't really give a great outcome, but like for like not having seen each other for six months and then getting together for three days and putting together a set, like I feel pretty proud of like what what we put out like the outcome yeah I mean outcome. yeah and and they're getting ready to move to Toronto in July so I'll probably be splitting a lot of my time between New York and Toronto and Ooh, yeah so this is getting serious yeah well that was our plan after graduation we were like we want to you know be a part of an acapella group we want to make this yeah. a thing like I'm obsessed with pentatonic so you know we were just like let's do it because I didn't feel I felt happiest in college when I was with my acapella group. I love being a part of an ensemble. It's such a yeah. community and a family. And I was like, I love this feeling and I don't want to let it go. And it's been hard. We haven't lived near each other. I moved to New York, which I'm now even farther away from them. Um, and we've all have lives. Like adulting is hard enough, but like trying to fit in passions, it's like, okay. It's good so luck. hard. Yeah. <laughs> but. As long as we keep doing it every once in a while, like even if it doesn't pan out, just being with them every, every once in a while is great. And actually we're um, planning on doing a concert in May in Calgary. We want to um, promote our EP and um, we're hoping to use the footage from the concert as a audition tape for like cruise lines and stuff. Cause I thought that would be pretty it's darn amazing. fun. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So you have this like awesome group that you could do acapella with that's gonna allow you to travel. Hopefully. And you're gonna feel like in your element, like the happiest. Now financially, <laughs> how does that like work? I mean, <laughs> if you wanna make art, you have to pay for it before somebody's gonna pay you to do it. That's yeah. for sure. And it's so interesting. When I was in college, I felt like we had so many alumni come back and tell us create your own work like yeah you can go and audition for things and hope to get jobs because that pays but I have found that I feel more uh, creatively 
um, fulfilled. fulfilled, yeah, with doing work that I've put together myself or with yeah. friends. So, um, yeah, we're not getting paid at all to do any of this. <laughs> so we're definitely spending a lot of money to do it. Is but, that, oh, sorry. No, no. Is that something that you think about in terms of, like, my end goal is to eventually, like, make money out of this? Or is it, like, I want to be happy, and if I just keep doing this, like, I'm going to be good? I think definitely to... I, I don't want to say I want to make money out of it. I want to make my living. I want I want performing to be my career, not yeah. just, like, oh, you know, I do summer stock every few summers, or, like, I'm in this show right now, but, like, I, I want it... And, and every performer wants a consistent performing job, but, like, I I definitely want... If someone were to ask me, what do you do? I'd, I'd want to say, well, I'm a singer, or I'm a performer, or, you know, yeah. like, that's that's what I do for a living. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty amazing, though. So, all of this started in Missouri, mm -hmm. in college. Have you always felt the drive to sing like from a young age like what sparked your interest in singing to begin with um it's a really good question uh we always had music in the home like my mom played a lot of music um i grew up i feel like with a family that had really good musical taste like we listened to a lot of oldies we listened to a lot of jazz a lot of classical a lot of um really everything I feel like I was exposed to a lot of music at, at a young age and I think I just had a fondness for um, like old movie musicals mm -hmm. like grew up watching all of them singing in the rain Oklahoma music man sound of music mm -hmm. Mary, Poppins. Mary Poppins yeah yeah and like especially kids who grew up in the 90s like Disney was everything and that's very like musical theater heavy kind of music oh, yeah. so you have Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, yeah. Cinderella. Little Mermaid, yeah. During that Disney Renaissance, it's like very spectacle, musical. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that too. I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is so cool. And I, I, I think I just have a musical family. Everybody sings. Most of us play an instrument. So. Now, are they good singers? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, yeah. My brother um, is a professional singer. He's in a, a men's acapella group called Contus, based out of um, St. Paul, yeah, uh, Minnesota. And he, yeah, he travels all over the country, uh, different countries, and that's his job. He sings for a living. That's amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, we've all always really loved music. Do you grab a little inspiration from your brother, seeing him actually doing it? Yeah, inspiration, jealousy, <laughs> you know. We, I'm very close to my brother, and I'm so proud of him. Like, he works so hard to do what he loves to do. But yeah, I, I, I've always felt like, oh, like, I, he is so driven. And I would say I'm a fairly driven person, but when I really think about it, like, I'm not as driven as I think I am. And that's something that I'd really like to work on in my adult life. I think it's so easy in school. Like, yeah. we're given these opportunities to do these things. Or, like, when I was in school, like, we were required to audition for all the shows. But then I moved to New York, and it's like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like, I have to I have to make the choice myself to put myself out there. And, and that's really hard. And I, I found that to be very difficult. But that's something I definitely want to work on. It's interesting that you said that. Just because, like, I remember being in high school 
and in college, both of like, mostly high school actually, getting homework assignments and knowing like, I have to do this homework assignment or um, reading, reading like these books or just studying for exams, like everything, everything was like super required mm -hmm. and it was like do at a certain time and if you didn't do it, then you don't move on to the next grade or you're not going to play softball that season, yeah. like whatever it is. And then um, starting college, like having that like flexible schedule, it kind of like loosened me up a little bit of like, oh, like I don't have to go to class today and I can still pass, like okay. But um, even in college, there's still that structure of like, okay, you have an assignment due, you better hand it in that day. And now, adulting, <laughs> it's just like you're not required to do anything. So that like drive and motivation kind of fades a little bit. And I feel like I'm on the same boat as you are of like trying to find that drive again and like what's like pushing us to like keep going and doing the things that we want to do and like what can we do with the things that we're doing yeah yeah so for me like now it's it's my podcast so I like to put out an episode every Monday when I have a guest <laughs> and um to be consistent with that like to stay consistent with that so that's my thing right now and I think for you is like putting out those music yeah 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 songs mm -hmm. so it's been a huge help just yeah gaining confidence and finding joy in it and yeah I feel like I'm taking those steps to be prepared to really like hit the ground like really go after like the performance and not stop like, yeah just go full force yeah in Missouri I keep going back there <laughs> just because I'm getting somewhere with this don't worry um after college was there anything that you could have auditioned for in Missouri to like enhance like your singing career there? Well, <laughs> um, I am from a small town in southwestern Missouri, uh, Webb City, which has a population of about 10,000. And we have, um, actually Webb City does not have a community theater. Joplin does. Uh, Joplin, Missouri has a community theater. But that's about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was working full-time, two jobs, just trying to save money so that I could move. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, there wasn't, there weren't really any opportunities for me. Like if you stayed there, it would have been like. Oh yeah. Like, game over. Like yeah, game over. married five kids living no. in the suburbs. Like, <laughs> it'd be, yeah. So the same thing I, Katrina, who you know, mm -hmm. um, I asked Katrina this, which her passion is acting. And I said, why New York and not LA? Mm. So I'm gonna ask you the same question. Like what drove you to come into New York and not like LA or another state or place that could have like enhanced like singing in other places? Yeah, I I feel like I'm also, I, I love acting and I've, I'll, I've always thought it would be really amazing to do like TV or film. Uh, when I was in college, we did two showcases. We did one that was purely just singing here in New York City and one that was purely acting out in LA. And let me tell you, I loved LA. Like, oh my gosh, the beach, the sunshine. Oh, it's so spread out. It's just, I really, really loved it. But when it came down to it, I was like, okay, possible things I'd like to do in my life. Music, TV, film. LA doesn't really have any kind of 
musical theater scene. I mean, th there is some like um, recording music mm -hmm. there, um, but not so much like live performance. It's, right. Um, but New York, I mean, while film and TV is not as much as LA, it's still here. Yeah. So I felt like New York had the most opportunities for me. It had both. Yeah, it had all of it. And I'll be honest, when I first came to New York, my senior year of college, I was like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I am from a place where the majority of the land is just farm, and it's, yeah, yeah, like a lot of wide spaces and... And so clean. Yeah. The air is fresh. Oh, yeah. People don't yeah. lock their doors. It's very... Everyone knows everybody. And moving here was definitely a culture shock. I mean, I'm so glad I did. I, I find it so fascinating and... It's it's hard in a good way. Like I feel yeah. challenged and I feel like I don't know, I feel like I have a purpose just by living here, I guess, <laughs> you know? It's like this is the place to be if you wanna like make it Yeah, make yeah. your dreams come true and No, oh, yeah. it's so true. It's so true. How many years have you been living in New York right now? I moved here May first of last year. So I've almost only been here a year. It hasn't even been that long. Yeah. I don't know why I had it in my head that I thought you were here for at least like three years or something. Mm. That's so crazy. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It, it feels like I've only been here a few, like not a few months, but it does not feel like my one year should be coming up. Like yeah. that blows my mind. Do you feel like you have accomplished a lot within that first like almost a year of being here? You know, it's weird. I, I had so many goals for myself. And honestly, I didn't like meet any of them. I was so like determined. I was like, you're gonna go to auditions and you're gonna you know, put yourself out there. But just like moving here and, I mean, this was the first place that I'd ever moved away from like yeah. my family. So yeah, just settling, not, I mean, gosh, moving away from my family in general, but also moving to one of the most populated cities in the world like yeah. it's one of the biggest cities and so like that alone is just you know um getting used to that um getting used to just being an adult like working paying bills and like being on my own and yeah. you know it, there's so many things that are so difficult with being an adult i mean even just like making friends like i have a lot of friends that live here but we're all so busy mm -hmm. you know i i found that i felt really lonely when i first moved here and, and i'll be honest i felt kind of depressed i was like oh this oh. is so much harder than i thought you know yeah. but i i am slowly but surely coming to terms with like my new goals yeah like and i'm and i'm okay with it like i still yes want to like um you know get a job performing like get some stage work but i'm i'm realizing that it's the timeline that I first had is not really, <laughs> like, legitimate. What was, what was your timeline? Like, did you say, like, within this first year, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D? Were, not really. Yeah. I was just kind of like, when I moved there, like, you know, give yourself maybe a month or two to mm -hmm. just kind of, like, chill, figure yourself out, and then hit the ground running and yeah. go after it. But I didn't... I just, I found, because I think it's also hard. I, I work from home, so I didn't have a reason to really go out that much. Right. Um, so I, I felt like I spent a lot of time in the apartment. So like a month before I moved, um, my mom got diagnosed with bladder cancer. That was probably one of the hardest things. I'm very, very close to my mom. And 
moving was difficult for a lot of reasons, but also just being away from her and my family. Yeah. So I I went home fairly often. Not fa I mean, I went home every few months, I guess. Yeah, like um, whenever you could. Like yeah. You would go. Yeah, and um, I'm getting ready to go home for um, pretty much the whole month of April. Um, my brother's getting married, and my mom's having surgery. Um, kind of a life-changing surgery. So I want to be there for her and obviously for my brother for his wedding. But yeah, just like that too. Like if I did audition for a show, like would I be able to go home when I needed to or, you know, and, and it, there are times where I felt really um, kind of stupid or, or something for wanting to go home and wanting to spend that much time at home. But then I was like, you know what? I won't get this time back with my family and like, you know, for some reason I felt the need to be like, no, I'm an adult now. Like I need to stay here. Don't need to go home for holidays. I don't need to go home to see everybody. But then I was like, you know, screw that mentality of like separating yourself from, you know, your childhood or, you know, I don't know. I don't know if movies gave me that idea. I don't really know what. From but, like your home world. From yeah. Like yeah. Like I'm an adult and I live yeah. here now and I'm, this is my home now and I don't need to yeah. go back, I guess. I don't know. But but gosh, time with family is not wasted at all. And it took me a little time to realize that, but I'm glad I did because I enjoy every second yeah. of being there. With no regrets. Like, no regrets. Which is good because I feel it's, it is difficult because I'm trying to put myself in your shoe if I did audition for a show and got it and then couldn't take off and like a close relative of mine was in like pain and suffering and I couldn't be there I would feel horrible about myself but then I'm like also thinking of like how they're looking at it like oh my god this is my daughter this is her dream like I want her to live that out how does your mom look at everything she is my number one supporter for sure and she, from the get-go, I mean, she'd be like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Like, like you come home whenever you want, you know, trying not to make me feel, you know, bad for wanting to be home. And I was like, mom, I was like, stop. Like, <laughs> I want to be home with you. This is a lot for you. And, um, yeah. And, and it wasn't, I mean, she's always been very like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But this coming April, when she's having this surgery, that was the first time that she ever said, um, you know, I wouldn't mind it if you stayed a couple extra weeks after the wedding to yeah. help me out. Because, I mean, I have three older siblings, but we're all kind of, I mean, none of us live at home. And my dad can't stay home all the time. He works. Yeah. So she just kind of wanted an extra person. And yeah. we're very close. And, and I, I didn't feel badly at all. I was like, of course I will. Like, no don't even have asked. to ask. Like, yeah. yeah, of course I'll be there to help you out. But I think, I think once this surgery happens, like once this summer hits, I think the whole thing is going to calm down and I can really focus on New York. And I'm, and I'm, I'm hopefully will be ready at that point to just tackle it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I think you will be. You so. will. <laughs> In terms of overcoming difficulties of moving here and not being able to like connect with all your friends or making new friends mm. and being home like having a job where you're working from home how did you overcome that challenge 
Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know that I ever really overcame it. I think I just, it like morphed with me. Like, and I think just time. Hmm. Like I said earlier, my mom's my one number one supporter. I call her every day and she's really good at motivating me. And I did move at one point. I moved out of Washington Heights, moved into Hamilton Heights, Harlem. Moved in with some friends from college and really close to a lot of other friends. Yeah. So that was nice. You said Hamilton Heights? Yeah. And I'm from New York and I have never heard of Hamilton Heights. I think it's like, I mean, I live at like 140th area. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I think it's called Hamilton Heights. I don't know if it's technically Harlem or not. I've heard people say Harlem, but I've also heard people say Hamilton Heights. Well, the... Am I saying it right? Is that right? The City College of New York is like on 147, right? So I always considered that, like, Harlem. Okay. I think so. Hey, I, I don't I'll know. call it Harlem. I like that. That was just a side note. <laughs> I was just like, Hamilton Heights? Like, I've never heard of that. Yeah, because there's a Hamilton Bakery. There's... But then we, I also live really close to a place called Harlem Public, so I think it's interchangeable. Yeah. I don't really know. But, so you moved from Washington Heights to Hamilton Heights, <laughs> and it was just like, so now you were back with, like, friends from college. Yeah, yeah. Like, so many of my friends. Like, there's at least eight of us who live within, like, a five-minute walk That's from awesome. each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I see those friends a lot, um, so that really helped um, yeah, moving really helped. I just kind of with the new year, I, I don't know why, but I love like New Year's resolutions. I love the idea of like bettering yourself and starting fresh, clean slate and like all these things you want to um, work on and achieve and, and just, it just seems, it seems so fun. So with when this new year happened, I was like, I, I wanted to work on myself yeah. You know, like I know people always say that, but I was like, I <laughs> sounds so stupid, but I sometimes I really like the whole like the um, uh, what's it called? The, the like blackout curtains and candles and like warm lighting. And I, I felt very comfortable in my room, but then I was like, this isn't healthy. Like, I'm in my room all the time, it's very dark, and I just I don't know, so so I, I got white curtains, everything in my room was white, and kind of I got rid of a lot of stuff. It's all very like minimal and yeah I kind of changed my diet and I just yeah I wanted to work on making myself happier yeah better yeah. yeah um and then and then I started that 100 days of singing thing and yeah I feel like I feel like I'm finally taking steps every day to just get an inch closer to being my my, my best self and it and I get, like, how you say, like, you know, like, how it kind of sounds like, almost like a cliche, like, I want to be, like, this better version of myself, but it is so true, because it can get very comfortable just being in that dark room and, like, okay, this is perfect lighting to watch Netflix <laughs> right? all day, like, why not? So, to kind of, like, I guess, like, realize it and, like, okay, this isn't as comfortable as this is this isn't the best thing for me let me just turn things around i think people say even like something as simple as like moving your furniture around oh yeah can make a world of a difference so for you to like see that and just like okay you know what i'm gonna change it 
I'm going from blackout curtains to white curtains and yeah yeah how have you been feeling now that you're singing more often than normal I feel great that was something I did all the time at home like every day I was just oh gosh I sang all the time and to not have done it for the past like two years was awful and and so yeah like like doing this again I feel so much more like myself I um, feel motivated and and it's great because like you said I'm held accountable yeah like I told people okay I'm gonna <laughs> post these 100 videos of myself singing like I have to do it yeah and and I've been pretty good I've only missed like a day I mean I didn't miss I just skipped so they weren't and they're not gonna be a hundred days like in Cons consecutively yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um, but um but I've been pretty good about it and and it gives me purpose mm -hmm. um, because I'm not like really actively going after um, auditions or shows at this point um, it, it's giving me something to work on and um, like all the love and support I've gotten from friends and family on social media has been really nice I, I tried to make when I first posted I was like this isn't for praise or you know to build my confidence it's it's more just to find joy in sharing it just to, to put it out there and know that someone might enjoy watching it yeah um but even still people commenting and and you know messaging my mom yeah. be like oh my gosh <laughs> you know it's it's been very nice and it's definitely made me feel like you know i i do have something to share yeah so me too no, I'm so excited for it. And I, I mean, right before we started the podcast, I said, I'm like, I've been watching your videos on Instagram. And you're like, are you following me on Facebook also? Because <laughs> most of them are on yeah. Facebook. I'm yeah. like, no, you need to do both. Yeah, I do. In terms of making the videos and recording yourself, where do you grab inspiration from for like the songs that you're choosing to sing? Um, I Part of my initial post was... I want to find joy in sharing, but also, um, I, I realize people can't see me because I'm talking. I am six <laughs> feet tall, and so the kind of roles that I am cast in in shows, I've been the mom, the grandmother, the crazy witch, <laughs> you know, like, all. I, I'm never the ingenue, which is understandable, I guess, <laughs> but um, I don't have the opportunity to sing those songs that everybody loves like the Disney princess songs yeah. or you know the the leading lady in musicals I I will never get a chance to sing those professionally or on stage never say never, say never. never. I know <laughs> if they had a really tall cast and a really tall guy then like oh yeah my last guest was it was actually um is actually six foot four a woman guy oh okay <laughs> I was like, so oh, no. oh yeah yeah but, yeah. And I mean, he is not a singer, but he likes to sing. Okay. Like, my entire podcast, <laughs> there's like little snippets of him singing, and it was it was great. Yeah. Oh, I, should funny. Make, I should make Hannah sing on my oh, podcast. God, no. No, but if you guys want to watch her, is your page public? or It is. Um, awesome. My name on Facebook is Hannah Catherine Green. That's Hannah with an H at the end. Catherine with a K and green like the color. And <laughs> I feel, it feels, my name sometimes feels like Mary Catherine Gallagher. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I just pull inspiration from songs that I really, really like. 
you know, growing up with the films that have all those classic that you love songs. Watching. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there an artist that you're particularly like super fond of? Mm. I like a single artist or a band. Both. Mm, okay. Well, I grew up uh, really loving Queen. That's a hard question. I really like easy listening. I love, I love listening to Nora Jones, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra, um, Billie Holiday, Katie Lang. She's great. And uh, I wasn't ever really into pop, even yeah. growing up. Now it, it's it's not bad. Um, but I, I listened to a lot of musical theater. So yeah, I, don't, I didn't really have like a like an artist that I tried to emulate or look up to, really. Just love listening to the classics. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just love music in general. I, I yeah. mean, I don't really like contemporary country. I, actually, I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> and I don't really like um, like heavy metal. But other than that, I pretty much like, oh yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite is definitely oldies. I love music from the 60s and 70s. If I could have lived my prime mm -hmm. in a decade, it would be the 60s and 70s, somewhere in there. I think for me, it's like anywhere between the 40s and 60s. Mm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I love like Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, the entire cast from like White Christmas, like yeah. just everyone. Yeah. So those movies, like I could literally put on at night, and I I don't know. There's just something about it, like makes you feel so good and so yeah. happy, and it's so funny because if you look back at like movies from like the fifties and the sixties, they're all like three hours long with like music and singing and acting and dancing and the whole nine yards and now it's like now we have like a movie that's an hour and a half enjoyable but it, it's just yeah it's, it's so different it's yeah. so different it is but but good mm -hmm. i mean both both are good it's different times yeah i don't know i can't imagine like someone who was like an actor in the 40s if they like watched a film from today, they'd be like, what is this? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> this is garbage. Or they might like it, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't go all out anymore. Yeah, no. I mean, like, if we do, it's action or violence, really. That That's when movies go all out. That's what it's come to. Oh, God. Well, you just said that you saw... Um, ro oh, Isn't It Romantic? Isn't It Romantic? Yeah. So I think there was like... I saw the previews. There was like a little bit of singing in there. Yeah. Also. Oh yeah. It's yeah. a good time. There's a karaoke scene where I laughed like the whole time. It was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I like those movies where you can just go and enjoy. Like it's just there for you to just kind of feel fun. like you're part of it. Yeah. Come out of the like movie theater like dancing. Yeah. Like, the whole like dancing and singing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like I remember like one movie was um. High School Musical. Mm. That was very like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is amazing to be in school and to sing. Uh -huh. <laughs> the best of Zac Efron. <laughs> That's yeah. like, like you did your thing there. Uh huh. But um, in terms, 
of so I know that you're part of the acapella group and that you will be splitting time between Canada and New York. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed for Hannah. Besides doing that, because I know you mentioned like auditioning a lot. Where do you see yourself like auditioning or performing? Or like, is it like movies? Is it Broadway? Where do you see yourself? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, I think I see myself in a lot of places, a lot of different kinds of performing. In like one way I could see myself like if our acapella group got a cruise line contract, I would love to do cruise lines. Even as like a solo performer, like if they had like um, a jazz show or you know an easy listening show, like I, I think I could do that. Um, I would love to audition for um, national tours or off-Broadway or Broadway. Um, I would love to audition for TV. I mean, I, honestly, like, sky's the limit. Like, I don't yeah. want to limit myself. I, I Honestly, I couldn't say where I really see myself. In any of those would be great. <laughs> what is the audition process like for a singer? Because as an actor, you go in, you meet with the casting directors, and you either do a monologue or you read from a there's sides, yeah. or you read from like a side that they like provide. Like as a singer, what like when you're going into like these auditions, like how do you prepare for it? Like what are you expecting to do? Mm -hmm. um, depends on the show or the director or what they want. It's usually you prepare. Um, a 16 bar, 32 bar cut of a song or two songs in the style of the show but not from the show, plus a monologue. Um, or two monologues, just depends on what they ask for. Um, and usually if they're running behind, I might be like, okay, just do one song or just do one monologue. Yeah, and, and with musical theater, you have an audition book, which is um, a, a collection of songs from a lot of different genres. So you've got like pop rock, you've got classical legit, you've got uh, contemporary MT, you've got um, golden age country, what have you. Like you, you have all these different categories of, of songs that you just have to kind of know and all these cuttings you have to just know. And at any point in the um, audition they could be like, alright, let's hear something else, uh, let's hear something, you know, they could they could list anything. You're like, yeah. okay, here we go. Like, <laughs> so you, you kind of just have to be prepared all the time with all this material and that's something I've um, I, I had an audition book um, in college, but I'm kind of revamping it because I just needed to. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's kind of the the thing. And there's usually a dance call, and then you could get a call back. They'd send you, you know, a cutting of a song to learn from the show. They'd send you yeah. sides that you have to prepare. Um, and then fingers crossed, you get cast. Ooh, it sounds a, a bit more intense than an acting audition, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because I know for acting, you need a comedic monologue or a dramatic monologue. And it's either, it's either or. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, like, going into it, like, which one you're auditioning for. Like, they'll never tell you, like, oh... Well, sometimes they will tell you, like, oh, can you do this in a different way? Yeah. But in terms of, like, could you sing, like, this other, like, form of, like, 
I can't even think of a genre. There's uh-huh. other like genre of music. It's like, oh my god, I would be so flustered. Like, oh yeah. Like, and it's weird with like musical theater, because because when you were saying you're like, what is it for a singer? But like, I don't think anyone in musical theater would like consider themselves like I'm a singer. Like, you have to be a singer, an actor, and a dancer. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to like do all of it. Um, so you basically have to be J-Lo, guys. Like, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a lot. But doable, I guess. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, once you set your mind to it, and I mean, obviously, practice, practice, practice. But with that practice, it also comes, like, a lot of discipline. Oh, yeah. So how would you say that, like, you stay, like disciplined and even following through on your new resolutions and your goals for the new year and and singing and being part of a group like how do you stay disciplined with all of those things going on the group i think is easier because there are other people that are depending on me to do my part of it with by myself though like as a solo person i mean Honestly, I I have a really hard time being motivated. I think the biggest thing, and this is almost like a sad motivation, but I'm like, okay, I am 27 years old. Like, I I get really frustrated with like my age and being like, I am wasting my time. And I'm going to regret this so much if I look back when I'm like 45 and I'm like, why didn't I? You know, I'm so terrified of regretting all of this time that I've wasted. And I keep telling myself like, you're gonna get there. You just you're you're on your own timeline, and no one else's journey is the same, which is true, and that is so valid. But at the same time, I think every I mean everyone's hard on themselves. Everyone's gonna try to push themselves. Everyone, you know, expects the most of themselves. So, yeah, I think about my age. I know that's kind of like stupid or bad, but like, it's the thing that gets me to be like, okay, uh, <laughs> look at my watch like. It's so mm. you Going yeah, here. yeah, yeah, and just um, when I think about how long I've been here, I'm like it's almost been a year, and I haven't done all the things that I, I wanted to try to accomplish. And I, I hope I hope I don't look back with regrets. And I hope you know everyone everyone's journey is different, and I need to remind myself of that because it's true. <laughs> well, also from our improv class, Andrew, who was on the podcast, oh, yeah. um, he. You know, he started over at the age of 40. And given, like, sure, he had a career where he was in his family business and took over that and, like, made it what it was, starting over at 40. And it was so inspiring to me because he kind of just, like, you know what? Age is a number. And, yeah, you should, like, kind of look at it. But also, like, having a plan really helps, like, solidify like what you're doing it's like once you have a plan and you're on that path and you're on your journey just keep following it and eventually you'll get there that was so inspiring yeah thank you andrew yeah i mean how easy would it be to just be like well you know i'm already at this age this is my where i'm comfortable but to like yeah and then you become like complacent yeah just like you don't want to be that person that like works 
9 to 5 and then goes home and watch Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're on your deathbed and you're thinking, what What did I do with my life? Yeah. Like, ugh, we just got really <laughs> deep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I can't. I'm kidding. No, but it, it is true, and it's just kind of like to... I know you said that you listened to the last um, episode with Jacqueline to Shetty, and it is all about, like, not every morning you're going to wake up and you're going to feel 100%, but you try. Yeah. You try. Maybe you have to say it to yourself a few times, like, okay, maybe I'm not making it today, but, you know, maybe, maybe today is my day. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there. We're on the same boat. Yeah. And I think it's just all about, like, we have to just keep doing things and keep being proactive and just not stop. Like, just keep following your dreams. Never give up. Yeah. See how we just turned that around? Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty, Hannah. Thank you so much for being on Tea Time with Tea, Hannah. It was so lovely having you here with me. Um, I would love to have your acapella group on the podcast, and I want you guys to sing for us. Heck yeah. I think that would be amazing. That would be so much fun. It would. This summer when they move. Yeah. We should, we should make that a reality. I love it. And we could record the whole thing. Yeah. So now everyone has something to look forward to from Hannah Green. <laughs> In the meantime, definitely check out her Facebook and her Instagram. We're going to link it below. And thank you again. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening to Tea Time with Tea. And I'll check you guys in the next episode. Bye.